I want to thank the Lord for being in his house tonight. And uh, glad to have everybody here. Uh, glad to have all our visitors with us tonight. And uh, we've just got a, a host of preachers with us tonight, and we just thank the Lord for them. And uh, like uh, one fellow said to me once, said, you can't have too many good preachers. <laughs> and uh, I heard uh, that uh, Brother Matt was at uh, Pleasant View earlier today, so I texted him this afternoon, asked him if he might be coming to Lima tonight, and invited him. And so uh, he uh, said, I believe I'll do that. And so I appreciate him and Brianna being here. and appreciate all these visitors that we got and even if you're not a preacher I still appreciate you and better make that clear because we're glad to have everybody and I just I just thank the Lord so have a scripture I want to read and then we'll start out with a prayer this is in the 142nd Psalm the 6th and 7th verse attend unto my cry for I am brought very low Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. Isn't that wonderful? Let me read that last phrase again. I sort of stumbled on it. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. So praise the Lord. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer. As we pray, precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for letting us be here tonight. And we thank you, God, for uh, all our visitors that are with us. And God, we thank you for uh, just your blessings and just uh, the warmth of your spirit and the, uh, the love that we can feel tonight. And God, you're so good to us. We ask you to bless this service and uh, God help us tonight to have a meeting that would be powerful in spirit that we could worship you. Uh, God, speak to the hearts of the lost. Thank you that you've been speaking to their hearts. And we pray you keep doing that, God. Speak powerfully to those that are lost. Invite them to an altar of repentance. And God, help us that are saved uh, to get in our place where we need to be. We ask you these things and praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. We turn this over to the choir and Brother Taylor. Page 134. <laughs>
Thankful to be here tonight. I knew Terry was going to ask me. My heart's been beating out of my chest since about the first syllable the choir started singing. But um, it's an honor to get to serve the church. It's an honor to get to serve God tonight and uh, stand before you. I'm so thankful for everything he's done for me. If I have to do a little bit of work for him, that'll be all right. Uh, it seems like all I can think about lately is how thankful I am I don't have to go to hell no more. Uh, I've been thinking about going all the way back to when I got saved and how scared I was, and I'm thankful I don't ever have to be that scared again of going to hell. I've been thinking about Hudson this the other day. We were on our way back from Walmart, and he sat in the back of the truck and bawled his eyes out because he asked Daddy what hell was going to be like, and he was scared to go into hell. He said, Daddy, I don't want to go to hell, and I'm so thankful that I don't have to be scared like that, and I'm thankful that one day he won't have to be scared like that if he'll trust in the Lord. Uh, it's good to be here tonight. I'm, I'm thankful for my church. I'm thankful for what God's done for me. We'll ask at this time, if everyone will, please stand to your feet. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request tonight? Hands all over the house. Lots to pray for tonight. Anyone have a spoken prayer request? so I'll get the names right. Uh, Dan Lawson had sent me a text. He said, if you could, please ask the church to pray for Pam's family. Her brother, Terry Lambert, has died. Mm. And the funeral's going to be Thursday, or Friday. Viewing is going to be Thursday. He said, if our church could pray for Pam's family, they'd really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. and so I said, I'll pass that on, buddy. Yeah, let's really remember that, church. Anybody else tonight? Remember that. Let's pray for the preacher tonight. Yeah. And then pray for uh, God to give great conviction and speak mm-hmm. powerfully to the hearts of the lost. We'd sure like to see some folks get saved tonight. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Really remember that. Anybody else have anything at all before we go to the Lord in prayer? If not, we'll ask Brother Matt to lead us in prayer.
ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart. Just follow the Lord tonight. We don't have much on our heart tonight, but if anybody has a song or a testimony, I'm sure looks like Brother Matt would surely appreciate it. Youth groups coming. Yeah, let's pray for us, church.
pray for us. I, uh, my thoughts have been on the resurrection all day. I don't know why sometimes it just is that way. I thought about, um, I mentioned this morning, Paul wrote, in, I think it was First Thessalonians, he told them not to be ignorant concerning them which were asleep and don't mourn as those which have no hope. I'm glad this, this evening I've got a lively hope that lives on the inside of me. I, I was reading and I'll tell this real fast and we'll sing. I don't, I don't want to take too much time. I, I'm reading a book right now called The Life of David Brainerd. It's about a young man died at the age of 29 from tuberculosis, was a horseback riding preacher in the 16th century. I was talking to Matt today. I said, man, every time he rode, it's a diary. He would write every day. And there's sometimes he would talk about being so close to God. And then there was other days he said he felt like he was as far as far could be. And I thought, man, he's crazy. And then I thought about my own life and I thought about the times when I felt so close. And I thought about the times when I felt so far away. And it was like God said, there's a day coming when you'll not be that far away from me at all. I'm looking forward to the day when I'm in front of Him for eternity. I'm never leaving. I'm glad tonight that I'm not going to hell. Glad of that. You pray for us. In sin I was a living, no thought was I giving of dying or where I would go. I was looking and buying, so hard was I trying to gain all this world had to hold. No peace and no pleasure could I even measure with all that I had to gain? But I repented and prayed, and God saved me that day. And now I've got something to say. I'm not going to I've been forgiven, just made a real change in me. And I'm no longer crying when I think about dying, cause heaven is waiting for me. Now Satan's still lying, and he's always trying to lead you down the wrong way just call on christ's name and he'll save you today you'll look back to satan and say
thankful for those songs. Uh, I've already said it once, but I'll say it again. I'm glad I'm not going to hell. And I'm thankful we've got so many of our young people who can stand up here and sing it and know what that means. Uh, as I was standing there, I had Hayden standing next to me, and I could hear him singing, I'm not going to hell. And I thought how big of a blessing that was, how much we prayed for him to be able to say that and know what it means, but now he can claim it. And I'm so thankful for that. It's good to be here tonight. Anybody else have anything on your heart before we turn it back over to our pastor? Let's pray for him. One day while I was thinking on unseen things above, the Savior spoke unto me, and he filled my heart with love. I used to have some people who walked and talked with me, but since I've been converted, they've turned their backs on me. Some say give me silver, and some say give me gold. I say give I'll take this gospel trumpet and I'll begin to blow. Oh Lord, if you will help me, I'll blow it wherever I go. I'm going to die on the battlefield. I'm going to die in the for that song. 
I'm thankful for the service we're having so far. Uh, if, if we stopped right now and went home, I could say it's been good to be here. But uh, there's still work to be done, and I'd like to see someone get saved tonight. But I feel like right now is a good time. I'll just turn it over to my pastor. Well, I thank the Lord for the spirit that you're tonight and great power. And I thank the Lord for all the songs that's been sung. And, uh, and that's each song, it just blessed me. I appreciate our youth group. And, but that phrase keeps ringing in my mind, my heart. I'm not going to hell. I'm not going to hell. I'm not going to hell. And I cannot repeat that enough time that it gets old. It blesses me the more I hear it and the more I realize it and the more I repeat it, the more blessed I feel. I'm not going to hell. And I appreciate that Jeremy opening up like he did. He opened up powerful. It's good to be here tonight. And I don't want to say a whole lot. I just want you to pray. Let's keep praying. Pray for Matt when we turn over to him and he comes. I'll just give you undivided attention and really pray for him. And I believe God's going to bless him to really preach the gospel tonight. And listen, if you're here tonight... And you're one of those folks that's worried about going to hell. And God comes by and lets you feel the need to come. You need to come to the altar and pray. And, and, and I can tell you this. It won't bother Brother Matt if you come in the middle of his message. It'll probably just excite him that much more. And so whatever God gives you to do tonight, do that. And uh, Brother Matt, you just come on, feel your liberty, and be at home. I'm a, I'm a nervous wreck tonight. I'm Blaine, I, I thank God for burdens. I've had a burden all day at Pleasant View left with a lot of burdens on my heart, and I've got burdens here tonight at Lima. All the way here, at Bree, Bree, me and Bree were on our way home. We were going to head back to the house, and it's like all at once, Terry texted me right there and said, Matt, you feel like coming to Lima? And God immediately stirred my heart to come this way. And, and I'm like Jeremy is tonight. I'm glad I'm not going to hell, Neil. I'm, I'm glad most of all that he saved my soul from a devil's hell. If I can never have anything else in life, if all he did was ever, if all he ever did was save my soul, that'd be good enough for me. I'd take that all the way and praise him uh, for how good that he's been to me because I was so undeserving of it and so unworthy of it, but he still died, rose again for me that I could have everlasting life. That is the beauty of the gospel is that he wanted you and I and he, he made a path and a way possible that you and I could be with him for all of eternity, Terry. I don't know why he'd want to spend eternity with me. I know my wife, she gets tired of me after a while uh, but Jesus wants to spend eternity with me all the time, all the days. I'm glad that he wanted me, loved me so much that he'd lay his life down freely that I could have a place in that that I could be called his child, that I could be one that was saved by his blood, Jeremy. And if you're lost tonight, I encourage you, move with urgency, move with haste. You say, well, preacher, there's a lot of people here tonight. I'll tell you what I told them this morning. Push somebody out of the way. I don't mean that to hurt nobody, but I want you to move with urgency. Move with haste because this world's coming to an end. Old Solomon wrote in the scripture, he says, vanity is all vanities and vexation of spirit. I've seen one thing 
thing under the sun is that we're all going to die, Terry, but I'm glad uh, that I'm ready to go, Cooper. I, it's alright, it's alright that I know that I'm going to heaven when I leave up out of this world because what he did for me as a 12-year-old boy, and you can leave here tonight with the same hope, and I tossed and turned in the scripture, didn't know which way I'd go, uh, but I want to read over in the book of Amos, and I know a lot of you might say, where's that at? You just flip past Daniel and you flip a little bit past Joel and you'll find Amos in the book uh, but that's where my heart's at and Amos chapter number 3 is where I want to read at and I just want to pull from one little scripture but I ask you to really pray for me tonight and help me and I pray that if you need to move that you just move with haste tonight but Amos chapter number 3 and I'll give you a minute to get there I appreciate you getting me some water Blaine Blaine said he's got two bottles of water so y'all better strap in we'll be here a while I, I, I'm just kidding I'm just teasing but Amos chapter number 3 and verse number 12. Amos chapter number 3 and verse number 12. And it says in this book, and I hear some people turning still, I want to give you a minute, but Amos chapter number 3, verse number 12, it says, Thus saith the Lord, As the shepherd taketh out of the mouth of the lion two legs or a piece of an ear, so shall the children of Israel be taken out that dwell in Samaria, in the corner of the bed, and in Damascus, in a couch. And that's all I'm going to read. And, it, and I, I thought about this, and I want to leave you with this thought, two legs in a piece of an ear. And you say, well, preacher, that don't sound like a whole lot. That, why, why would God be concerned with two legs and a piece of an ear? It might not mean much to you, but it means everything to the shepherd. And I love that about him as he take it out of the mouth of the lion, two legs and a piece of an ear. You know what he was telling you and I? He didn't just come up to the lion and tap the lion on the shoulder and say, hey, Mr. Lion, uh, you've got what's mine. But he went up and he snatched him and he delivered yeah. that two legs and a piece of an ear. And I'm sure glad uh, that he saw more in me than what I was really worth, Bob. I'm so glad that he saw me more than just two legs and a piece of an ear. It was nothing, uh, but to him it was everything, Neil. And I'm glad uh, that Jesus looks a whole lot more on us and loves us unconditionally more than what I deserve to be loved with. And I thought about this, that shepherd over in that Palestinian country, uh, they deal a lot with a black adder and a one that was their enemy me back then and that old shepherd every day he'd get that little staff out and he'd walk the fields and he'd have the sheep behind him and he'd take that rod and that staff and he'd go through that little Palestinian field and he was looking for little holes in the ground because the enemy was waiting to attack him. Hallelujah! But you know what he had in his little shepherd's pouch? He had him some oil blame and when he looked down at that hole he put that oil down and that that old black adder had to sit there and watch the sheep go. I'm so glad that he can't cross the bloodline, Terry. I'm so glad that when Jesus saved me and shed his blood on Calvary's tree, the old devil lost his power, Andrew. The blood still saves the day. It still protects the day. And the old devil has to watch me feast in green pastures. 
Oh, mercy, listen now. Oh, the old devil, I tell you, he'll get in the mind and he'll mess you up. That's what he's good at. That's what he's designed to do. He gets in that mind. And the listen, as the Lord had created Adam and Eve back in the garden, oh, the old devil was there. The old devil, oh, he didn't just pop up out of nowhere. Oh, but listen now, Adam and Eve sitting in the garden. And the God looked at the serpent and he said on the ground, you'll spend your days and you'll feast on the dust. I'm telling you, he's still feasting on the dust. He's still in this earth, but there's a part of me, Cooper, that's protected, that's saved. He's got my soul, and my soul has never sold another bit of darkness. My soul's never sold another day of blackness because I'm saved by his grace. Oh, mercy, the old shepherd. And y'all just hang with me a minute. Oh, but listen now, that old shepherd, he didn't want to hire out a servant for it. I could see. And I like to use my imagination. I don't know about you, but I've got a big imagination. And that old shepherd went out and he gave it to his little hireling servant. And the knock came at the wee hours of the night and said, Hey, he's got your sheep. And I could see that little old shepherd go out and not worry to lick about it there Sean but he got on his shepherd's coat and he went around and aren't you glad that you was the one out of the 99 that Jesus came looking for he was in a hurry to get to you and he could save your soul Oh, mercy, you know what the goal of a shepherd is, Jeremy? It's to take care of the sheep. His number one goal is my welfare and my well-being. Oh, David, I love this about him. David was a little old shepherd boy. Oh, Jesse and Samuel. Samuel went down on the Jesse's house. He had seven kids. He went down there looking for a king, and he looked over all the boys, and he said, none of these are the king. Oh, but listen, there was one, Bill. And he said he's hanging with the sheep. Hey, I'm glad I've got a shepherd that smells like the sheepfold. And the sheep smell like the shepherd. I'm glad that there was a king set before the foundations of the world. And his name is Jesus Christ. Oh, David. They said, fetch him and send him to me. And he looked on him and immediately he said, this is him. He's the real deal. He's the one. He's the king. And old David, as he grew up, he was over the sheepfold. And there came a bear and a lion that came unto him. And he ended up defeating the bear and the lion. And he looked at him and he said, the bear, just like the bear and the lion, so shall this Philistine be like them. I'm glad that he's always had the victory, Linda. I'm glad that because of the cross and the resurrection there's no reason for me to fear whatsoever I'm glad to know that I'm secure in Christ Oh, mercy, that little old shepherd. You know what he'd do? He'd look out in that field in that Palestinian country and they'd get up in them mountains and them fields and he would sometimes find his sheep cast down. You know what a cast down sheep is? It's one that's laying on their back. Meaning there's no hope for them, there's no help for them, there's nothing that they can do uh, to get on the right side to get back to where they were at. Oh, but aren't you glad that when you're cast down, there's a shepherd that's looking for you, that's waiting for you, that's ready to pick you up in his loving arms and ready to take you on home with him. But you got to let him. Oh, so that shepherd, he's out there and he's done got the cast down sheep. 
And the old devil, he's trying to get to the sheep. You know what the Bible says? It says, be sober and be vigilant for your adversary. The devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I'm telling you, if you're saved, you can't be devoured ever again. Uh, because when Jesus saves you, he does it right the first time. There's no redo. There's no reovers. There's no going through it. There ain't a 99% of the way. When he saves you, it's 100% complete. But we've got little battles on this side, Bill. There's little trials and tribulations we go through. And the old devil gets in the mind and he begins to eat at this desk. And he begins to say, you're unworthy, you're undeserving. Oh, but you know what I've learned Becky now to do is, when he's saying all that nonsense, I just tell him it's under the blood, Linda. I'm saved and on my way to heaven. And I'm not going to let the devil make me live in defeat. Oh, mercy, we've got so many today that are living in defeat. So many today that just don't know what to do. They're living in times of depression and anxiety. And I've been there, Cindy. I was telling Cooper at the house, I was talking about just this past year and the things that I went through and the valleys that I went through. If you told me I've been at Pleasant View this morning, I'd have told you you're crazy. If you ever told me I was going to preach again, I'd have told you you're crazy. Oh, Cameron, I went through the darkest time of my life, Neil. And I want to tell you, hold on to Jesus. There's going to be times you struggle. There's going to be times you doubt. But God's always going to be good. The shepherd of my soul still cares for you. Oh, Cooper. There was times that Terry called me on the phone, Linda, and I'd say it was Terry Brock, and I'd say, I don't even want to talk to him right now as much as I love him. But Terry and Blaine and some of these others, they helped save my life. I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you this much, Neil. Darkness and blackness, if you go too long in depression, it'll eat at your soul and it'll take you places that you don't want to go. But aren't you glad you still got a Savior? I was out at my bean field one night and I was looking out there, Jeremy. And I said, Lord, this is it. I'm going to go get my papers. I'm going to go turn them in. Yeah, I'm done. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight. Maybe somebody does. But then I looked up. It was cloudy during that time, Bill. But I looked up and I seen the stars shining. Lord reminded me, Matthew, I'm still good. I'm the God of the mountains and I'm the God of the valleys. And I'm the God everywhere in between there. And you just got to trust me. I'm the shepherd and I'm going to take good care of you. He's taking good care of me, Fred. And maybe you're here tonight. You're going through things that you don't want to talk about. It's time you start being honest with yourself. It's time you let go of the flesh and you cling to the Lord. Quit letting the devil feed you lies and tell you nonsense. And start listening to the one that loves your soul. That he died for it. The shepherd said, I've given my life for the sheep. And I've got power to take it again. You want to know how loved you are by God Almighty? 
He's the shepherd of my soul. Amen. And he paid a great price that he could have you and I. Amen. So why do you think he can't take care of this too? Yeah. He could take care of me. He could take care of you. He's got a whole house here tonight that he can tell good care of. Yeah. But you got to let him. Amen. you got to be one to lay down and say, Lord... I'm, I'm accepting you and taking you in everything. No matter the storm, no matter the trial, no matter the valley, you're going to be the one that I cling to no matter what. It's going to get tight and it's going to get rough, Andrew. But you just keep hanging on with everything you got in you. So why, why is two legs and a piece of an ear so good to him? I wasn't much of nothing, Terry. But I'm sure glad that he came and you know what he did with me? He made me a new creature in him. He took all that was bad and he made it brand new in Christ. He took everything that was wrong and he made it right. And now I'm a living creature in Jesus Christ. I'm a new man born of the Spirit of God. You know what he told him? He said, my sheep hear my voice. And they followed me. He gave us two ears and two legs for us to hear him and for us to follow him. I don't want to go anywhere else. Over in the Song of Solomon, he said, Show me where thy flock rests at noon. You know what is about a sheep? They just don't lay down at any time, but they feel one ounce of distress. They won't lay down. Oh, but it is, Pastor Linda. There's so much comfort and there's so much peace that I can lay down in the field and enjoy the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. And there, listen, you've got a church here that's telling you if you don't know which way to go, follow in the footsteps of the flock and they'll lead you to the shepherd's tent. Oh, here are the shepherd's tents right amongst Lima. Missionary Baptist Church right through the heart of her. The shepherd's here. Why aren't you going to come? That's all I got to preach to you tonight. Two legs and a piece of an ear. Come on, Brother Terry. He laid down his life that you could have everlasting life instead of death. He's made sure that you could go to heaven and not hell. He's made all preparations necessary for you to come to Him, why would you want to wait any longer? You've heard it here all night. Thank God I'm not going to hell. I'm sure glad I'm not going there. But can I tell you something about hell? In hell there is no more amazing grace. In hell there is no more mercy. In hell there is no more invitation. In hell there is no more call. You know what's in hell? Eternal separation from God. Listen, friend. I told them this this morning. I've, I've had 23 operations. A lot of you know that 12 to 19 years old. You're not guaranteed another day on this earth. Take it from somebody with experience in the field. I've looked death in the eye. And buddy, when you're saved, it's a whole different picture than when you're lost. Because I'm a winner either way, whether I go or whether I stay. I know whom I've trusted in and I'm persuaded that He's able to keep that which I've committed unto Him against that great day. But what about you? That great day's coming, friend. That's coming to us all. But I know I've got a promise keeper. 
I've got one that's kept the promise true since the beginning. He's not a backslider and he's not a take back. He's not an Indian giver. But he gave me salvation as a 12-year-old boy. And he's kept me ever since. Why wouldn't you want to be with this shepherd? Why wouldn't you want the one that has snatched you out of the grips of death himself and made it so you could be made new in him? That's all I got, Terry. All right, good job. getting you a song I'll say a word or two while you're getting the song ready and uh, if you want everybody to just go ahead and stand you can think about the shepherd tonight I'm glad I'm one of his sheep I'm glad this shepherd never gets defeated by the bear or the lion or Goliath he's the shepherd of my soul that's what that's what brother Matt's been preaching about listen if you want to be safe you need to be in the shepherd's flock if you're here tonight, and listen to me real careful, if you're here tonight and you're worried about dying and going to hell, I'm going to ask you to please follow the impression that's in your heart and come and let's pray about this tonight. And you ask God to save your soul. Ask him to make you one of the sheep in the shepherd's flock and let the Lord Jesus Christ be your shepherd and you be his sheep. Think about this. What the preacher preached, what the different ones has testified, I'm not going to hell. You can say that when you become one of the sheep of the good shepherd. They can sing whenever they get ready. I believe there's a bunch of people could come tonight. It just feels like that. And, and listen, if you're here and you've been saved and you're not following the Lord, Brother Matt preached some to you too. God gave some message on that too. We need to get in the battle. We need to get with it. We need to serve God. God's been good to us no matter what kind of tragedy we've experienced in life. God's still been good to us. Lily of the valley, Come on. let your sweet aroma fill Listen. my life. Come on. Listen. Rose of Sharon, show me. Help me, Lord. How to grow in beauty in God's sight. Amen. Bless the Lord. Help him. Fairest of 10,000. Help him. Make me a reflection of your life. Amen. Will you do that tonight? Come. Please. Come on. Day star shine down on me. Yeah. Let come your on. love shine through me in the Whoever night. Whoever needs to come, just come on. Don't question God and don't argue with Lead me. Lord, Say, yes, Lord, help me, and come on. Anywhere you open Obey the Lord. up the Obey the door. Lord. Show me Do you want to be saved? Come and ask God. Before. He's listening. Come. Lord, I want to be a witness. Listen. Do you want to be a witness? You can take what's wrong and make you it right. You can be. Praise God. Good song. Day star shine down on me. Will you just come? Let your love and ask God, shine through God help me, me in the night. Just ask God to bless you. Boy, I'm telling you, if you're lost, you can get saved. 
Lord, I see if you have a, a world if you have a whack, you can get straightened up. They're wounded <clears throat> by the master of deceit. Please come. God knows you. They are searching in the darkness. Jesus haunted by died the years for you. of past defeat. Would you just come and talk to Jesus about this? Please come. But then I see you standing near me. No need to hesitate. Shining no need to be embarrassed for shame. Just come. Eyes. Let's walk to the altar together. If there's a Christian friend close by that you can reach out to, Jesus ask them if they'll come with you. Me. Oh, they will. Let I've your no love shine I'd be honored me to. But in any case, you come. You that feel the need tonight, that want to know you're saved, they want to have that peace. Lead me, Lord, I'll come on. follow. Come on tonight. Anywhere you open you can get it. up the God door. loves you as much as he loves any of the rest of us. Jesus died for you. Please let come. me know your wisdom. God will let you know his wisdom. I've never come on. Seen before. Come on. Please come. Please come. Right now. Lord, right I want to be God's a calling. witness. I'm confident of it. You can take what's wrong and make it right. My Lord. Yeah, come on. Come on, sis. Yeah, come on. Bless the Lord. Help her God to get what she needs tonight. Let your Would there love be another shine one? through me in Would the there night. be another one coming? I'm praying for her. Boy, I've got a real heartfelt burden for her. Jesus shine here that God's on me. Got me burdened for Let too. Your love Would you like to come and pray? Me Please come if God's calling you. Obey the Lord. God knows our need. Please come. Whatever your case is. Well, I appreciate that song. Thank God for that song. I believe surely God's calling multiple people tonight. As we pray, pray for Peyton. I'm still praying for those back here. While they get another song ready. It's your move. When God speaks to you, it's your move. You don't have to be a bad person to need to get saved. We've all sinned. Everybody that lives needs to get saved. Would you just come and ask the Lord? Come on. Come on. Help him, Lord. Bless her, God, to get it. Bless her, God, to get it. Help her, Jesus. God, help her. Bless her, Lord. While we're praying here, and I'm praying even as I talk to you, my heart's crying out to God for her. God hears and answers prayers. You that are here that God's calling it needs to come. Come on. We'll pray for you too. We love you and God loves you. We can pray for a whole bunch. It doesn't matter. Please come. Please come. Come on. Help her, Jesus. Please help her. Please come, please come. Help us, God. 
Amen. I thank the Lord for Peyton. I'm glad she's seeking. I'm glad she keeps coming. I praise the Lord for that. And I want her to keep doing that and keep seeking until she gets completely satisfied. And uh, I've told this story quite a few times. Uh, I came to the altar numerous times before I got saved. I had a good friend. That I don't know what the difference was. I, I actually, he stepped out when he took the first step. Before he even got to the altar, he he hadn't even got away from the back row. He got saved, and he was saved while he come up the side aisle. He still prayed, but he told in his testimony, "I, I said I prayed, but I was saved before I got there." Uh, in my case, uh, I was trying to help the Lord a little bit. I was telling him how much I'd do for him, or how I'd live for him, or how I'd be a a good Christian or a good person. And uh, he knew I was going to fail him a lot, but that wasn't the point. Uh, he didn't save me based on my promises to do good. He saved me when I came to a point and I realized I'd done all I could and I couldn't do anything. And I even said that, God, I've tried everything. I've prayed every way I know how. Uh, and I'm lost. God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. And when, when I got to that complete point of desperation, total desperation, that there was nothing but Jesus, that's when I got saved. And, of course, everybody's experience is their own experience. Uh, you know, yours is yours, mine's mine. But the one thing about it is it's in common when we trust Jesus with our whole heart. God saves our soul by his marvelous grace. Uh, I want to do this. Uh, with heads bowed and eyes closed, just a minute. 
if you're here tonight and you haven't moved for whatever reason, if God's been calling you, I mean, if God's been speaking to you, if there's a need in your life, if you're here tonight, and let's talk to the saved people first. If you're here tonight and you're saved, but you just haven't been living for the Lord like you should, and it's, it's easy to get off track. You don't have to be an outlaw to be out of fellowship or off track. But if you're here tonight and you're saved and you're just not quite where you need to be with the Lord and you need the prayers of the church, would you just raise your hand? Well, I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Raise your hand. I appreciate that hand. Thank you for that. Would there be another one? Just raise your hand. Say by that, I, I just not where I need to be. I need to get there. Boy, I appreciate those hands. Let me switch my question now. If you're here and you've never been saved and you're worried about dying and going to hell and you don't want to go to hell and you'd like the church to pray for you, you want to get saved, would you just raise your hand? We're not going to put you on the spot or embarrass you or come to you or pressure you. But just think about this. Just be honest. Let me ask it again. If you're here and you're lost and you don't want to die and go to hell and you'd like the church to pray for you, for you to get saved, would you just raise your hand? Just quickly. I'm not going to tarry too long. Would you just, I appreciate that hand. I saw one raised back there. Would there be another one? It would be raised. Just one more. I've got somebody else on my heart. I, I, I don't know your heart and don't know your mind, but I, I've got a burden. If you feel that, just quickly. You don't have to put it real high. Just raise it up just a little bit so I can see it. Just one more second or two. Would you just raise your hand? Okay. I didn't see anybody raise your hand. Open, open your eyes. Raise your head. I'm going to ask them to sing another song. And whatever your need is tonight, if you feel God touching you in the smallest way, if you just feel that need down in there. The night I got saved, I didn't think that the Spirit was calling to me as powerfully or as strongly as it had maybe a couple weeks before that. And the devil even said to me, he said, you better wait till it gets like it was. And then there was another uh, voice come to me and said, if you want to get saved, you need to go to the altar. And I went and I got saved. Am I glad I, I went? Am I glad I got saved? It's the best thing ever happened to me. And I've never been sorry about that. So while we sing this next song, if you're here and you need to come and pray, we want, we want you to still come. We're offering you this opportunity and this invitation. And we beg of you, whatever your need is, come and let's pray. Come on. Obey the Lord. Please come. Obey the Lord. Whatever you need to do, God's wanting you to do. Do it. Come. Obey Him. Seek Him. Follow Him. Amen. Come. Come on. You don't have to make a speech. You don't have to tell anything about your sins. If you just come and pray, you get through praying. If you want to go back to your seat, okay. No pressure from us. If God's calling, if the shepherd's calling, you need to answer it.
If the shepherd's calling, you need to answer him. Help, help her, Lord. Help her, Lord. Amen. Let's come pray with Nita. Would there be another one? I believe there's some more. Thank you, Lord. Would there be some more? Come on. Come on home. Come to the shepherd. Get in. Sister Gilroy moving. And uh, we already said he was thankful for Peyton moving. Anybody else got anything on your heart? Something to say or do? You're welcome to follow the Lord. Once again, I want to say I appreciate this service and I appreciate Brother Matt's preaching and uh, glad of everybody that's here. Appreciate the singing, appreciate all these songs that have been sung tonight and uh, testimonies and God's just given us a, a wonderful meeting tonight and I just thank the Lord for it. I want to mention again, I'll be starting a revival at Riverside Baptist Church, Missionary Baptist Church, uh, down in Pleasant uh, Plain, Ohio. Uh, it's just a little ways from uh, Cincinnati. It's where Mike Callahan's a pastor. I'll be starting our Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night. Service will be at 7 o'clock. Then Saturday, it's going to be at 2 o'clock. And uh, they're going to have the young people from the area churches and from Lima uh, get together and uh, form a, a youth uh, singing choir and do the singing in that service, God willing. And uh, some of it anyway. And so I think some of our young people are planning on going down there and and I think that's great. And so anyway, that'll be 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon. So any of the services you can come to, uh, feel free to come. And it'll be a blessing to have you there. And uh, I'll also tell you this, if I've got it right, uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock, Saturday night at 6 o'clock, and then Sunday at the regular time, Israel Douglas will be in revival. 
at Harmony Church in Dayton. And uh, so really pray for that. And uh, anybody else got anything? Glad to have you here tonight. Appreciate everybody so much. If nothing else, time to come to close. Come ask Brother Perry Mason to pray this mission. Thank you for your love and your mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.